Well, hello, everybody. I thought I'd do a little, um, yeah, I had a little bit of time, so I thought I'd do a little bit of a uh, breakdown of a couple of the groups and just see where it goes. So um, I want to start at the bottom, kind of. So we'll do the Brown group in um, Boise. It's just been dominating. This is a good group. You got four really solid teams. You got Blacksburg, who looks better this year. Clearwater, always good. Um, maybe not the recruiting luck they were hoping for this year, but still solid. Jefferson City, who lost a lot of talent, too. Um, so I don't think it's a surprise that Boise is dominating. I mean, they returned uh, four or. They returned uh, four starters from last year's team. Um, and, you know, they they can replace those other two, but um, that's what they returned. But really what's been good about this team is um, their defense. They're holding teams to 33.4% true shooting while shooting 43%, um, 0.1% true shooting. So the only time you can get a 10 percent difference like that in true shooting that's a really big deal um it's a really big deal so you know they but 50 points is just a lot um they really killed blacksburg who and i was surprised by that because blacksburg um you know they returned all their starters from last year's team and then um so and they've been playing them and they're 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 a solid team, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's just some of the things I thought. Uh, you look at these schedules coming up, um, and it's going to be really hard for any team. I mean, the only team I think that has a chance to probably come back is um, Jefferson City, and that's because they haven't played um, Boise yet, and they're. But even still, they have such a big gap to make up. Um, they lost that first game pretty bad to Blacksburg. They beat a really solid Clearwater team close. Um, but you look at the schedule, and it's just it's just tough, you know? I mean, this is the PNTT. Um, Jefferson City's got Rockford, then Reno, then Lincoln before Boise. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Jefferson City won those games. Um, but you look at Jefferson City, and... They're really relying on their two guys. They're relying on Harvin and Rodriguez. And, you know, how much of a load can those guys carry? I'm not sure. I'm excited to see. But, um, yeah, Harbin, I thought he might play some point guard. He didn't. Uh, but, you know, he's still got some talent out there. You know, he's still got some talent on this team. But those guys are going to have to do some heavy lifting, some really heavy lifting. You look at Blacksburg. Blacksburg. Um, you know, they lost that first game, um, or they lost that second game by 30, which makes it really hard. Now they got Aurora, Carbondale, Charlotte, Clearwater. The schedule gets a little easier, but um, Aurora is still a really solid team too. So you look at that, that's going to be really hard for them. And then Clearwater is just kind of at a point where they're like, you know what, we, we want to get a win here. Manassas is looking better than they have before. Bowling Green, a tough team. Rochester, they're up and down, and then they got Blacksburg, so that's tough. I'd like to see Clearwater win one or two of these. Um, 
you look at their team, they did bring in a 35-31 class, which they're happy about, but they lost some really solid players that contributed <coughs> in big ways in Wilson and Hatchet. <coughs> when you look at these freshmen, and they're having to carry a lot, but they just haven't done it, and they haven't shot well. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's going to be tough for them to really get it going. Let's look at the next group. Um, we're going to look at the Halstead group. And Hershey started out 2-0. Um, they beat some really solid teams. You got Kevin Randall, um, who's been playing well. Really, the guy that's been playing the best for them, though, is Omar Harmon, the junior. They didn't bring in the best freshman class, but they still started one of them in Popco. Um, um, you know, after losing Hall sitting green, it's kind of like, okay, what's this team going to look like? And Harmon's been playing really well. Playing Randall off the bench, that was a 2-2 tie that he won a couple of years ago, or two years ago. I mean, I think this guy's ready for the limelight to play point guard. Um, we'll see how he does. Popko's doing okay um, while he's in there. But you look at their schedule, and they they beat Lincoln by seven, and then they beat Greensboro by the same exact score. They got Clemson, then they got Salt Lake City. A Cooperstown team who's interesting, and then Waterloo. I mean, Waterloo's going to be really tough to unseat, but they've already lost one game. Um, and that kind of leaves things a little murky for them. Waterloo... I mean, they're by far the most talented group in this team in this group. Um, and he's trying different things out, you know, but he's got uh, Jacob Knudsen, the sophomore small forward, who's playing amazing, 23 points a game. I really like Anthony Johnson, eight assists, three steals, 12.5 points. For freshman, Chad Blankenship, 16 points. They're shooting really efficiently, or their starters are at least. Um, other than Elias Collins, the junior. They have so much talent here. They lost that game to Lincoln. I didn't really see that coming. Um, it's a really tough loss. Uh, Blankenship and Johnson really struggled in that game. And uh, Joshua Tapia just tore him up. Michael Kahn put him at power forward. He did really well. So that was a big win for Lincoln. I didn't see that coming. You look at Waterloo's upcoming schedule. Um Dropping that game hurts because the schedule gets harder. Um, Albuquerque, solid team for sure. A lot of talent on that team. And then, yeah, Rockford, who, you know, they, they didn't bring. And then Yakima, who Yakima is one of the best teams in this whole tournament, you know, especially with William Lewis this year. That's really big before they finish with uh, Hershey. So I'm not sure. I think these, I think both those teams could make it. Um, but, you know, that, that, that loss against Lincoln, it really hurts. Um, they have to go, now they have to go 3-1 and one to make it via the cheese clause. And um, that Yakima game is not going to be easy, but Waterloo is one of the best teams. I expect them to move on. Um, I, I think that's a hiccup. That's what I think. Um, but we really don't know. You know, it could, it could be anything. You look at Lincoln. Lincoln, Greensboro's already 0-2, minus 24. They're going to have a hard time um, making up any ground that they had. Uh, let's look real quick. Um, 
you know, they're they're a decent team. You got um, the senior Joshua um, Melanson, twenty-two point five points per game. You know, he's he's doing some things. But you look at their schedule. You got Dearborn, Montpelier, Ames. It, it's kind of a no-go for them, in my opinion, for Greensboro. But you look at the other teams. You look at. Um, I'm sorry. You look um you look at Lincoln and Lincoln with that win, um, you know, it's it's something interesting. I didn't I didn't expect that to happen, but that win really gives them a chance. They're one on one, negative one. Michael Kahn's playing um power forward, Joshua Tapia's playing really well, Jared Wickstorm, that guy's a stud. Um, and that was a great gift for them, part of a 143-92 class. So you know he's talented. Their starters are really talented. They have Galveston, Aurora, Jefferson City, and Greensboro. So, you know, this team, this team, even though they lost that Hershey team, I think they're favored at least in three of the next four matchups. Galveston's going to be tough. I think they should beat Jefferson City. I mean, Galveston's good for sure. Um, but I think they should beat them too. And then definitely Greensboro. And then you look at Aurora. Aurora's a solid team. Coach M. Cook lost his first game to Carbondale, but whooped on Duluth. Um, it, you know, they brought back all their starters. They're better. Are they good enough? I'm not sure. Um, but I think Lincoln's a solid team. I think they could make it. I think they could make it. So, Let's, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if, I mean, that Lincoln-Waterloo game, you know, it messed some things up, but I think all three of those teams are in a really good position based on their schedules. Um, yeah, let's look at the Blackman group. So you got Clemson, Galveston, Aberdeen, and Twin Falls. Now, Twin Falls was the team we all thought was going to win this group. Um, <coughs> or at least I did. Um, they got a really solid squad, but it just hasn't went right this year. They've shot 33% from the field. Um, just not good. Shooting a lot of threes, just not making them. They inserted Jim Corley into the lineup, and he's he's been doing, you know, not not what he's been shooting a lot, but just not making a lot. Nathan, Nathan Griss hasn't been playing great. And you drop a, a close one by seven to Clemson, and then you lose in overtime to Aberdeen. Just tough losses. Um, tough losses. So they have a lot to make up, and, you know, I don't think it's enough for them to <coughs> um, make the tournament just because you got Carbondale, Wooster, New York City, Galveston, all solid teams. I don't expect them to beat all four of those teams. Maybe they make it in as a three and three team in their group because that's possible, right? Um, but let's look at Clemson. Clemson's kind of a surprise for me. Um, they brought in a really nice 99 43 class. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it was, it was had, headlined by Benjamin Lennard. Uh, and Lennard's just, uh, you know, they put him in at center. He's been playing great, 13 rebounds, four blocks a game. He's really helped them. 
Darren Petro, he's been playing point guard. He's been playing pretty well. Overall, they've shot not great, but, you know, they're getting to the line 20 times a game. They're making those count. They're, um, you know, they're playing great defense. They're holding teams to 66.5 points per game. You look at Clemson's upcoming games, you got Hershey, who's 2-0, and then you got Phoenix. Phoenix is a new team this year. They're a lot better. They're 2-0 um, so far against some pretty good competition. I mean, everyone's playing good competition here in the uh, PNTT. Then you got Huntsville, um, who's also 2-0. and So their their out-of-conference games are um, all 6-0. and That's, that's going to be tough. And then you got Aberdeen, who's um, no slouch either. Um, you know, Coach Neff always has his guys ready, and he's playing two, two freshmen, but they're a solid team. They just beat <coughs> really good Twin Falls team. Um, that win for um, Clemson over over Galveston was huge um, because Galveston looked like they were the team to beat. Now they just have to go two and two, but you know that's no given with this schedule. I think they can beat Aberdeen. Can they beat one of the other teams? If they can, there's a good shot. But then you run into the cheese clause where it's like, can you get to plus twenty? We'll see. We'll see. So this game versus Hershey is really big right here for Clemson. Um, let's look at Aberdeen. Aberdeen's one and one. You know they didn't bring in the best class, but they have they have talent. They got Rally, Albuquerque, Salt Lake City, and Clemson. Clemson's the two and zero team. Um, Rally is one and one. You know this this could go a lot of different ways. Uh, and then Salt Lake City's one and one. Albuquerque, solid team. They're probably a little more talented, I would assume, than uh, Aberdeen. So those are some of the teams you gotta go up against. Let's look at the other team. Um, you know, if I wasn't gonna pick Twin Falls, the team I was kind of bullish on was Galveston. You know, they got a lot of talent. They um, didn't bring in. They brought a 126, 164 class, but they only lost one one starter. So, you know, this year they're starting freshman Alex Johnson. He's done okay, but. Um, I was hoping for more out of their sophomore class with Bates and Johnson. Uh, I, I was, I was, I'm expecting Johnson to have a really big year. He's got to shoot more. He's got to shoot more. They got Lincoln, who's you know a solid team. Flagstaff, Fremont, Twin Falls. They could, they could definitely go three and one, but it won't be easy. Um, so this one, I wouldn't be shocked if one, if the winner of this group was um, three and three. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Twin Falls will do it. I don't think Aberdeen, so I think it's going to come down to Clemson or Galveston. Clemson does have a tough schedule, so we'll see how that goes. <coughs> Let's look at the uh, next group, the Smith group. In Daytona, they come in, and, you know, they might be the favorite of this whole tournament. They're up there, at least. They're really, really good. Um, they got a lot of talent, and they've been showing it. They've shot 58.9% true shooting while holding the opponents to 45.6. They started off the PNTT by beating Bowling Green by 37. Now this Bowling, this Bowling Green team is, I mean, I think they're up. They're pretty solid. They beat Lansing yesterday by nine. Um, and you know what? Maybe Lansing's that good. We're not sure. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see. 
Um, and then Daytona came back and won by nine against uh, Reed Rainbow. Now, uh, reading, you know, they they have a guy starting a senior point guard who hasn't done. I mean, he's been on the bench pretty much his whole career. And Angel Richardson, um, always back up. He's done okay, but this year he's went. They put him at point guard, and this guy's been. I mean, he's just been lighting it up. He's averaging forty-two point five points per game, and seventy-four point eight percent true shooting. Now it's two games, but man, this guy's letting it fly from three. He's letting it fly from the field. I mean, he's got the green light, and they they start off hot, beating Lansing big, and then they came close versus Daytona. Their schedule's not easy, right? Like, we got Eugene. It's going to be probably a loss. Um, but, you know, after Eugene, it gets a little easier. You got Evansville, Carbondale, and Bowling Green. Bowling Green, I think they can beat Carbondale. That's going to be tough, but they could be, and they should beat Evansville by quite a bit. Um, so, but it's going to be tough. I mean, they already got that big win over Lansing by 28 um, points, which should give them a good position with the cheese clause. Uh We'll see how they do against Eugene. Um, Eugene right now is 2-0. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if um, Reading um, made the uh, – yeah, they, they made the PNTT playoffs. Let's look at um, – yeah, we already looked at Bowling Green. Lansing's been kind of interesting. You know, they brought in 63 one 20 class, they got seniors and juniors from their 3-3 and 21-2 class um, starting. But, you know, it just doesn't feel like it's coming together right now for Coach um, Sam Whalen. It's, they haven't been shooting well. Jack Conyers, only 34% from the field. Uh, you know, he's going to have to figure out some stuff. He's got some talent on his team. He's just got to figure out how to use it. Um they got Houston Lying Squirrels, and they got Ames, Shreveport, and Daytona. So, schedule doesn't necessarily get easier. But, you know, I know Coach Whalen's hoping that he can get something going. And uh, he's got a good team, but, you know, this is the PNTT. And the PNTT is, I mean, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not an easy tournament for anybody to play in. So, rough start for them. I think their playoff chances are pretty much out the window. Um, they'd have to pretty much go 4-0 just to make it in with the Chiefs class. And especially with that Daytona game looming, that's going to that's gonna be tough to do. So, um, let's look at um, the next group. And we have... The so that was the Smith group. So we've done the Blackman, Halstead, and Brown group. Let's do one more. Let's do the green group. This one's really interesting. Um, <coughs> you got four teams, all one and one. Bloomington got a huge win on uh, on Monday, and the win was by they won by forty five. Oh, so that'll help your plus minus. And then they went back and played Salt Lake City and lost by 21. So, um, 
in the Salt Lake game, you know, Aaron Koski, Justin Chaplin, Elliot Gonzalez, just they took over. They were better, um, and they they showed Bloomington, you know, why. Uh, but you know, I was just surprised by that win that Bloomington had in the uh, first game against Rally, forty five points. Um, and they just dominated. They, you know, when you shoot sixty-five percent from the field, sixty-four point three from um, three, and then ninety-four point seven from the free throw line, that that helps. Um, that helps a lot. They're they're a really good team, um, but they, they got some flaws too. You know, as we saw in the Salt Lake City game, you look at Bloomington's upcoming schedule. You got Glendale, Manassas, Englewood, and Charlotte. Charlotte's a real Charlotte, Charlotte's a solid team. We'll get to them. Um, Inglewood's, you know, Inglewood's one of the favorites, right? They're they they are one too. They lost a close one to New York City, but they're one of the favorites. Um, so that's that's a tough game. Manassas they knocked off Montpelier, so you know they're good. And then they came back. They lost to Albuquerque. And then Glendale, um, the Girton Busters. They, they're own two so far with a tough schedule. So Salt Lake City, um, you know, they they lost their first game to Charlotte by four, one by 21 against Bloomington. Their schedule is very tough. They got a really tough Honolulu team. They got Hershey, and then it gets a little easier with Aberdeen and Raleigh. Um, Hershey's 2-0. and Honolulu, I think, is 1-1, one one, but a lot of tailing on that. Or, oh, sorry. Honolulu's 0-2, but a lot of talent on that team. So um, we'll see how they, how Salt Lake City does. Um, but overall, Salt Lake City, they got they got a point guard in Elliot Gonzalez. We'll see how he does. Um, they got some talent on that team, you know. So we'll see we'll see what they do with it. Um, you know, Trask is shooting a ton. Malik um, Hutchinson, you got Justin Chapman. I mean, they have some talent. So we'll see what they can do with that. Charlotte, um, they didn't bring in their best freshman, the best freshman class. So they're, but they are starting uh, Adrian uh, Wimbush. You'll get start Charlotte's schedule. They got Plainview, St. Petersburg, and Blacksburg, and then Bloomington. It's a tough road, you know. Um, I, I see this group. I mean, each team's one on one. Um, Rally even got a win over Charlotte, which was a little shocking. But Rally probably has the easiest schedule, right? Uh, Aberdeen, Los Angeles, Ocala. I'm just not sure how good they are, and they already have that 45-point loss, um, which makes it pretty hard to um, – with a 45-point loss, it's, it's hard to really make it in via the cheese clause. So um, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh I like Salt Lake City, um, and I like Bloomington, um, just because Bloomington started hot. But both have tough schedules. Um, so I, I think Bloomington, their schedule really lines up favorably to them. Hardy playing Salt Lake City, probably the hardest team. And then they got Inglewood. Um, I don't expect them to be Inglewood, but, you know, they could. They should be Glendale and Charlotte. Charlotte's tough. Charlotte could beat anybody. They could lose to anybody. You know, they're kind of a night-to-night kind of team. And then Manassas, that's that's the toss-up. They got to win that one. Um, so um, we'll see. But 
it's tough to bet against Coach Bills fan. I mean, he's one of the best. Doesn't matter how hard the schedule is. Um, and you know what? Honolulu, they haven't been doing so hot. So we'll see what happens tomorrow when they face them. Um, so cool. With that, I'm just going to end it here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Get a couple groups in and just give you my thoughts. And uh, maybe I'll do a few after the games tomorrow. Thanks, guys.